this energizes the Raptors. Embiid with Siakam helping. Trying to work with two defenders. Finds Butler. Oh, Jimmy Butler, bullseye. Embiid, a ball fake. Embiid spins to the rim. Ball fake. Embiid gets the bucket. A big one. Leonard gives it up. Green for the tie. Off the rim. Gasol keeps it alive. Knocked around. Harris has got it for Philadelphia. They have to foul. And they do with 3.8. Effort for Toronto to try to give themselves a chance here. Baseball pass, Leonard, short, and that's it. A major bounce back by the 76ers. Philadelphia evens the series at a game apiece. 94-89 victory in game two. Welcome to another episode of That's Rap Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jay Rosales, and fresh off of a, oh wait, no, no, we lost. That's not great. Uh, <laughs> First ever oh, wow. loss for Kawhi against the 76ers. And yep. also, um, I mean, you, you know I'm going to give you some numbers, but like this is our first loss since March 11th where it was not a three-pointer in the last five seconds. So that's a long time, man. That's like six weeks of wins and or very nail-biting losses so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know the, the raptors keep fighting even when they were down by 18 and or 19 sorry they they kept pushing but um we are obviously a little bit dejected after that yeah 94 to 89 loss to the sixers well let's just jump straight into it a, a couple of numbers that that jumped out um i think the number i don't know i'm not going to rank these but our bench was brutal again yeah and Outscored twenty six to five. Um, you know, I, I get that. I get that we have the Raptors have the best starting lineup in terms of point differential in the NBA, and that's great. But we need this bench to at least provide something. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was um, Nurse for the second game in a row not matching um, Gasol's minutes with Embiid's minutes, or there's something going on with Freddie specifically that that prohibiting him from performing to what he is capable of. But yeah, that's that's one number that that jumped out. Yeah, I do agree that there there might be something wrong with Freddie. I mean, if you're trying to guard um, JJ Redick, that guy is a monster with a a motor that never stops. So trying to run after all those screens, run trying to go through all those screens is going to take a toll out of you. So I, I don't blame Freddie to uh, for having such a a rough start to this playoffs. He's had to guard a couple of high motor players. Think about Terrence Ross. Think about JJ Redick. So like this this is going to be a hard uh, series for Fred VanVleet. But yeah, continue, Jay. Sorry about that. And, and this is another number that, and I guess it shows that where Philly had their their advantages, right? And it's something that we brought up in game one, the fact that the Raptors, you know, were able to dominate the Sixers and surprise everyone by winning the free throw battle. Well, regression towards the mean, the Sixers went to the line 11 more times than the Raptors, mm. yep. shooting 24 of 26 um, to the Raptors, 13 of 15. So... Um, you know, these these little things, they, they do matter, right? I mean, we saw this in the, I believe it was the end of the third quarter where the Sixers were able to tack on a couple of free free points there at the end. And it's those little things that they, they add up at the end, right? The, mm -hmm. the Raptors were behind all game long and just trying to fight their way back. 
on a couple of occasions, they brought it down to one or two and they just couldn't get over the hump. And, you know, the, the Sixers are not as bad as they looked in the first game. But you, when you have a chance to, you know, step on their throat, you should. You know, I remember thinking going into this game that this was definitely a, a must win for the for the Sixers. If they if they lost this game, they, everyone would be talking about sweeps and whatever. So, you know, kudos to them for, for kind of tearing it up and, and doing really well and figuring out what to do on the defensive end because, you know, putting Embiid on Siakam worked in spurts. Um, putting Simmons on Kawhi at least temporarily slowed him down. Uh, and double-teaming Kawhi uh, worked to their favor because it just meant that, um, you know, the passing out of those double teams did not lead to anything fruitful because uh, stat number three, the Raptors missed 27 three-pointers. That's not good. And um, why, like, a lot I, of them. I feel like they weren't very contested either. I mean, there were a couple that yeah. were blocked or contested, but especially that oh, that that could have been a game-time three by Danny. And if we are feeling it, I know that he's feeling it. He's going to dream about that tonight. And that's good. We want that type of uh, pressure on these players because he's not going to hesitate the next time he gets that shot. Yeah, and he shouldn't. You know, the, these are the, the this is why he's here, right? He's, uh, he's our three. He's one of... The, a few three and D guys that we have, and yeah, to your point, Jay, he just didn't. It just didn't fall today, and then mm-hmm. that's frustrating. But at the same time, you think about how poorly, and I know Dre will talk about this later on, but like how poorly we played in the first quarter and in the first half. You know, you just couldn't really see how this Raptors team could really come back. And despite it all, there we were in the final seconds with a three pointer to tie the game. Right, we had several chances to tie this game, so. You know, the Raptors showed some fight. Um, I am not as pessimistic as I typically am not. I'm not as pessimistic as most people probably are right now on, on Twitter um, because this Raptors team should still pull this out. It may not be five games anymore, but this is a, a better team uh, that just didn't hit their shots today. So mm-hmm. those are my three numbers. Uh, Jay, what you got? All right. So I'm known to be the positive guy here, right? And I'm going to give it to you because... I know Raptors Twitter and Raptors fans right now, they're all hammering, oh my God, our, our bench isn't doing well. I, this, this, I don't think we can pull this off in five. I don't know if we can pull this off in six or even seven. It's just, you know what? This was a hard-fought game. This was like uh, back, in the, back in the 90s. This was a rock'em, sock'em kind of games, you know? And we kind of showed some fight. We were down by as much as 19, and we made it a game. Think about it that way, right? So if I'm going to be positive in here, I have to give kudos to Philly. Um, They adjusted, and I'm going to give uh, credit where credit's due. Brett Brown adjusted his team to, you know, stay back with the bigs, uh, let everyone else shoot, um, put Ben Simmons on Kawhi Leonard, and it looked like it it was working on two effect, and they did a really good job on defense. And when you dig yourself a hole, when you dig yourself a 19-point hole, it's hard to come back. Which is why I also give credit, as my second point, to the Raptors for coming back. Yes, we we probably should have gotten a couple of calls, but I know that Andreas is going to agree with me. It was kind of crap both ways on the referees, right? So it's not mm-hmm. like we were going to blame this all on the refs. It wasn't very good ref, uh, ref game on both sides, but we still made it a game. If that Danny three-pointer went in, tie game, this is a completely different ball game. So we came back. Um... One more positive I want to put out there is the amount of turnovers, okay? So the amount of turnovers that Philly had was 19. The only problem is is that they were dead ball turnovers. So 
the turnovers are good, but we have to kind of make it as non-dead ball turnovers as possible, if, if, if that makes any sense. Um, so I think that we did play pretty good defense in the second half. The first half was, was a little uh, disappointing, but we did come back. I, 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 I don't want to be that guy to uh, for, for Raptors fans but you know what it's just it's just one game but it is it's just one game and we knew that it wasn't going to be a sweep and honestly I don't think it was going to go to five but this is a completely different team than Orlando Magic Philadelphia is a good team they have five of the best starters in the NBA and they are coached very very well if we won that game we stole that game I don't feel like we deserve to win this game well actually as uh as a 76ers fan and a Raptors fan, I feel like the only person that showed up the entire game was Jimmy Buckets, and that was basically it. I on think, both ends, yeah, on, on both teams. On both ends, yeah, because Kawhi, uh, Kawhi was doing better in the second half, but like the entire game, it was only Jimmy Buckets, and even then, he was a little sloppy at the beginning, but he still had a presence and looked at him at the end. He was absolutely untouchable, and um, as a 76ers fan, I follow them on social media and I know a lot of people give Brett Brown crap all the time. And today's game, if there's like a second in line for MVP of the game, it's actually coach Brett Brown, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you can give that award to a coach, <laughs> but I mean, let's be honest here. Like, I mean, he was kind of on the floor, right? He was kind of on the floor, like before the, well, that's true. Third. <laughs> so you could, you really could. But like, did a beat show up? No. Did Simmons show up? No. You know, Greg Monroe had a better presence than Embiid did for a good chunk of the game. But that's also the coaching. So with that in mind, I get into my first negative, which is effectively part of being outcoached. And uh, Jay, you talked about this a little bit, the bench. I'm sorry. Our bench is um, it's far from the worst. There can be improvements, but it should not be this big of a margin. It just should not be. And the rest of the team doesn't score less than five points individually. It just shouldn't be happening. Like this huge gap between the bench points. And it's the second time in a row. In fact, the bench has just kind of been really difficult this entire series. And it's unfortunate because that's how you, you rest your players. That's how your starters know that they have backup coming forth, like right behind them. Then we have point two, which also could have pulled out the win. The field goal percentage and our rebound numbers are way too goddamn low. Mm. The fact that we were shooting less than 30, less than 30% in the first quarter, less than 30%. As you said, Jason, the referee wasn't great on both sides. We felt it more because we just weren't playing well. So it just, hurt more because we were in the deficit and it just grew bigger but hey right we would have gotten there if shots landed right it was definitely more frustrating on our end because like when we didn't get an end one um Philly had an end one and then we couldn't score three. It, it was just a whole combination of, yes, it was a bad officiated game on both ends, but because we couldn't get those damn three pointers in, it's frustrating. That's that I understand. That. I understand it, Raptors fans. I am on your side, but this wasn't on the refs. Remember how I said Jimmy Butler wasn't hot last game? Well, guess what? He was absolutely the human inferno in this game. And this is what happens when Jimmy Butler goes on fire. He is absolutely unstoppable. The guy could do a 360, no look, but under the legs, 
finger roll from Atlanta and somehow get it in here. And (laughs) he would get the foul. Like it's, there's absolutely no way Jimmy Butler can miss when he's on fire. He starts the game hitting a few bricks. Right. But once he hits his stride, it lasts for three freaking quarters. And that's what happened. He garnered 11 in the first half, ended up with almost 40. Uh, That just doesn't happen. You know, that's because Jimmy Butler is one of those players that goes by vibe. If you don't shut him down, this is what happens with Jimmy Butler, who I would argue Jimmy Butler is the essential player on the on the 76ers. Case in point, today's game. But this is the thing, though. Like, cool. Okay, Jimmy Butler did have 30, right? But Kawhi also had 35 and no one even noticed. Jimmy Butler was the reason one of the main reasons why they won right and he, he's gonna get the player of the game but at the same time it's like oh man jimmy butler got 30 points and he won the game we have leonard had 35 and um we're we're in a stinker like i, I don't really understand where that where that's coming from and the thing is i can't thought jimmy had more of my back no 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 it's not it's not your fault but see that's the that's the whole effect of it right the 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 raps have won so many times in in such uh, in such fashion that even when we lose a a tough game, we didn't lose by 19. We lost. Well, how much did we even lose by? Like five. The thing is, we we're so used to winning now. We're not even used to it. We're not even used to losing. This is like the Golden State effect, right? That's the whole point. Like we're we're a good good team. How we're going to come back in Game Three is a te- it's going to be a testament to to this Raptors team. I'm very intrigued of what Nick Nurse is going to adjust to for our reps. And this is the calling card of, of if we're a championship team. If we're going to fold for the next three games and lose a series, then fine. We're the exact same Raptors, but we're not. I'm guaranteeing you, just like how Brett Brown got his team to adjust and uh, win this game, we have to do the same uh, that's that's what's so compelling about this this series and, and about this Raptors team because I don't think uh, we're just going to fold. I think we're going to come back strong. Um, Raptors fans, you got you got to chill. We're not used to losing. Think about that for a second. You're you're angry because because we lost a frustrating game and you now we now you think we're going to lose a series. No, nah, no nah, man, this is a completely different team. And there's a lot of positives to come out of this game too, right? I mean, you guys have touched on some really good ones here, and. Um, Let's let's rem- remind ourselves that coming into the series, Philadelphia was the number one offense. Coming into the series, they had scored um, at least 112 points in each of their four wins over the Nets. Um, but this is the second consecutive game that the Raptors have held them under 100. This is the second consecutive game where they've held the Sixers at 40% shooting or less. I mean, again, going back to that Nets series, they were scoring uh, three of their wins. They shot over 50%. So a lot of positives on the defensive end here. I just think that the Sixers figured out how to match up with us uh, on the defensive end and, you know, take us out of our comfort zone. Uh, Kawhi played out of his mind. Um, you know, he, he showed us again today that it doesn't matter what you do to him. You double team him, you throw Ben Simmons on him. Those were supposed to stop him. And he still came out with 35 and he still almost led us to this incredible comeback victory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not worried about how we will do in the series. Um, you know, it, it's and just remember how we came back after that, that loss uh, against Orlando. Um, there's still a lot that the Raptors can do. And I'm not just just saying this to kind of to show that the glass is half full. There are actual plays that we can still do. We still have yet to exploit the Kawhi Gasol pick and roll, which is absolutely unstoppable. And I don't know why Nurse is not going to that. 
there's just a lot that that can still happen here for the Raptors to build on. And, you know, to to what Jay said earlier, you know, Brett Brown came back with his counterpunch. Now it's Nurse's time. And the the great thing about this team is that there are a lot of options that we can play with, right? And uh, you better believe we're going to see some Kawhi guarding Jimmy Butler on Thursday. If I was Nick Nurse, I would go into a locker and be like, rebound and capitalize on those turnovers. We won this game. And that's all it is. We could be up 2-0 very, very easily. But because we're tied 1-1, it looks bad. Philadelphia was the more desperate team and they played like it. We played like we thought we had momentum going into the second game, but we can't. We, we, we shouldn't. We came back in the second uh, half. We almost stole this game, guys. We almost This, this conversation it, it, could be completely different if we won that game. by If, if Danny hit that three, it could have been a, a, such a different conversation. And we said the same thing in, against in the Orlando game, right? If Gasol hits that three, we're yeah. talking a different game. We're there talking a different outcome. Green hits that three, different outcome. What you need to remember, what all Raptors fans need to remember is, man, just watch Kawhi again in that fourth quarter. Watch him like take, become like the only guy that you're watching on the court, of course, okay, other than Jimmy Butler, of course. But like he literally was carrying the team on, on his back, and yeah. all the end ones he was able to get, and uh, you know, just absolutely taking over on the offensive end. Uh, you know, it's it. It definitely should give us all promise moving forward. Agreed. Yeah, I also think you know you guys are talking about how um, Raptors fans are kind of missing the bigger picture now that we've got a really solid team, and I would argue it's the same thing with the NBA. People are expecting sweeps now because Golden State was pulling it off like mm. a year or two ago. That's not normally how that works. If if anything, that would create a broken league. If a couple of teams were sweeping every team that they were facing. You know, the only team so far that has not lost a single game is Boston, and that's sure to come very soon. This loss was better than the 76ers loss. We weren't blown out. I feel like whatever we were figuring out at the end of the game through through Kawhi or through Lowry, we will pick up on the next game. And I don't think they could attack us at full force like they did this game every game. It's going to be a, a really back and forth kind of series i think right yeah just have to keep at it agreed amen uh jay raps in five could still stand but until thursday boys uh hopefully we can steal game three in philly until then that's a wrap